Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of the Ant Show, and as always, I am Ant, and I'm coming to you worldwide on Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Specker. And on today's show, we're going to discuss the hypocrisy of domestic violence coverage in the media. As uh, I feel like that'll be an interesting topic to discuss today on today's show. So, as uh, always, you can uh, chat with me on Blog Talk Radio if you listen to me on Blog Talk Radio. Or uh, if you want to just hit me up, you can uh, hit me up on uh, my social media website. I'm on Facebook. So, if you just go to my profile pages, if you listen to me on Blog Talk or Speggy, just go to my profile page and uh, you can uh, follow my uh, social media uh, networks there. I'm on Twitter. I'm also on, I'm on Twitter at Expect Ant. And I'm also on uh, Tumblr at Mad Sexy, even though I'll probably make another Tumblr show, um, another Tumblr page uh, for my, uh, for the show, because uh, that Tumblr page is pretty much personal, but for right now, you can follow me on Twitter, I mean, it's at Tumblr, at, um, that's what you're thought, oh, at, uh, at Mad Sexy, and I'm also on uh, Twitter as well, at Inspector Ann, if you want to follow me on, uh, you know, be my friend on Facebook. Uh, you know, you can go ahead and hit me up on Facebook as well. My Facebook uh, is on, the link to my Facebook page is on uh, my profile page. So you can find all the information there. So, today, today's show is all about domestic violence and the media. And I want to talk about the hypocrisy of domestic violence in the media. As all we heard Last week, during the lead-up to the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, the quote-unquote fight of the century, which uh, left many people disappointed, but that's not, we're not going to really get into that today. But the quote-unquote fight of the century, as the lead-up to that fight, all the people want to talk about was uh, Floyd May- Mayweather's past with uh, domestic violence as he served two months in prison for uh, beating up his his ex-girlfriend at the time, uh, from what I understand, no longer together. But he, he beat her up. He did. He served his time, spent two months in jail. And a lot of feminist groups 
uh, last week with their uh, fake outrage, as I like to call it. You know, their fake outrage was all up in arms and upset that, uh, you know, Mayweather or upset over this three-year-old story and uh, they even went as far as to protest the fight and said that uh, Floyd Mayweather should be shooting the titles, which to me uh, doesn't make any sense because this happened uh, three years ago. So what were these uh, feminist groups three years ago? I mean, Mayweather fought, fought plenty of fights over the last three years. But uh, either way, either way um, it goes. You know, a lot of people were uh, pissed off about it today. I mean, not today, but last week during uh, the lead-up to the fight. And so uh, for me personally, you know, story's three years old. And that's why I call it fake outrage because these women were nowhere to be found three years ago when all this first happened. Also in the last week, you have people who are outraged over the fact that the Seattle Seahawks drafted uh, Michigan linebacker Frank Clark. Try to say that fast. They drafted Frank Clark on Friday in the second round of the NFL draft. Now, Clark was kicked off the Michigan football team in November after he punched his girlfriend. Now, a lot of people feel like, you know, he shouldn't have been drafted, which I don't understand why people are mad about this. I get that he was charged with domestic violence. He was punished by the school that kicked him off the football team. But uh, just because you were charged with domestic violence does not mean uh, that you do not earn the right, that you should be denied the ability to make a living in this country. I just don't believe that. But we live in this, uh, you know, this, this society where you know, everybody wants to be the moral, moral police. And, uh, you know, we get this behavior from, you know, corporate officers and, um, you know, everybody says this is the post-Ray uh, Rice world that we live in. But uh, the thing that gets me with the whole Ray Rice story is that people seem to forget that uh, Ray Rice's wife, Janae Rice, was also arrested for assault for the same incident that occurred on that tape. And uh, the only difference is that, you know, when Ray Rice hit her, he rendered her uh, unconscious. In response to her assault, that Janae Rice you know, hit Ray Rice first. She assaulted him first. And uh, for that, they were both arrested and they were both charged with assault. And she was knocked out by uh, Ray Rice with a single blow. But she threw the first punch. So you can make the argument that she wouldn't have been knocked out hadn't she uh, not thrown the first punch. Now, the charges against both of them were dismissed, uh, possibly because, you know, they both admitted you know, the violence from both of them. Uh, maybe neither of them won the press charges. Who knows? I don't know. And that uh, there's a uh, – it was – at the end of the day, the case between Ray Rice and Janae Rice was co-mutual domestic violence. And, uh, you know, sadly, you know, co-mutual domestic violence – it's pretty much, you know, typically, uh, you know, troubled or, you know, simply a bad relationship. I don't know the history of, you know, Janae, Janae Rice and Ray Rice and it's really none of my business, but I don't care. But a study that was done in 2007 by the American Journal of Public Health reported that almost half 
of domestic violence incidents in the United States are mostly co-mutual. Co-mutual means that it was violence on both sides. You know, the, the, man, the man hit the woman, the woman hit the man, the vice versa. With a 70% of non-co-mutual assaults committed by women, not men. So 70% of non-mutual domestic violence are committed by women. Only 30% are committed by, uh, committed by men. But the way the media coverage covers these uh, uh, incidents, you would think it would be the other way around, but it's not. And like I said, you so, like I said, 70% of non-mutual uh, domestic violence are occurred by men, women, not men. But like I said, you wouldn't know that. Listen to all these feminist groups, even listen to our own president, Barack Obama, the vice president, Joe Biden, who paint you know, domestic violence as largely and exclusively as being uh, male on female. Then you have, earlier this year, you had Hope Solo. And so uh, Hope Solo, she was uh, she is the winning goalkeeper on the U.S. Olympic women's soccer team as she helped... Uh, They'll lead the women to Olympic gold in uh, both the 08 and 12 Olympics. And she was arrested and charged earlier this year after allegedly hitting her sister with a broomstick. Actually, was it earlier this year? Was it uh, it happened, uh, last summer? Last summer, excuse me. Last summer. So she was arrested and charged with hitting her sister with a broomstick and repeatedly punching her nephew in the face. Now, the response to Solo assaulting her relatives, one of which happens to be a minor, which is a nephew, was silent. Nobody really talked about it. You didn't hear too much about it in the news. Uh, no, there's no demands for her to be you know, suspended indefinitely. Uh, you don't hear anybody you know, bitching and moaning about how the National Women's Soccer League uh, president should resign for failing to act aggressively enough to satisfy whoever, you know, nobody's protesting. But yet, in the case of American football players, uh, it's feminists, opportunistic politicians, and uh, members of the media who want to you know, spread their agenda. But, you know, you have uh, female athletes of any kind, as well as just regular women in general. There's no outrage you know, to appease when a woman is accused of or caught committing domestic violence. And the same thing happened two weeks ago. You had a WNBA star, Brittany Griner, who was also arrested two weeks ago, as I mentioned, for assaulting her girlfriend, who was also a WNBA player. And uh, as far as I know, uh, Griner and her girlfriend have yet to be uh, punished by the league. They're getting be punished by the league. Um, nobody's really, uh, you no know, protesting or calling for Brittany Griner to lose her endorsement. Uh, nobody's calling for the resignation of the commissioner of the WNBA. Instead, the big topic right now in the WNBA is the fact that Isaiah Thomas is now the new president of the New York Liberty. And a lot of people feel like you know, him being the president of the Liberty 
because uh, Zay Thomas was a car, uh, charged of uh, sexual harassment, that there's no way uh, Zay Thomas should work around women, even though I have a hard time believing that in the last eight years, uh, Zay Thomas was not any way involved with uh, working with women. No, you can't. I have a hard time believing that. No, no women worked on the the TNT or uh, NBA TV uh, set in which uh, Isaiah Thomas has been working for the last uh, three or four years. And before that, he was also the head coach at a Florida International University, which I'm pretty sure there's women that work at that university too. But Lodem, he is now the president of the New York Liberty, and uh, people do not want him to have their job because he's going to be around women. So because he's going to be around women, a lot of people feel that, you know, Isaiah Thomas should not get this job with the New York Liberty and that the WNBA should do something to prevent him from doing his job as being the president of the New York Liberty. And so people are focused on that, but not focused on the fact that Brittany Griner you know, committed acts of domestic violence and yet nobody's pressuring anybody to do anything about it. Instead, like with most cases when it comes to women, we just want to sweep it under the rug and act like you know, nothing's happened. So right now, that's the that's the main well, topic right now in the, in the WNBA. And so my feeling towards it is that you know, it should be that, you know, Brittany Griner should get the same no punishment that if it was a man. If that was an NBA player that assaulted his girlfriend, everybody would be calling for that player to be suspended indefinitely. Everybody would be calling for that player to lose his endorsement. Everybody would be calling for that player to probably most likely never play in the league again and probably get the same treatment that Ray Rice has gotten because Ray Rice, for the most part, has been blackballed out of the NFL. So that's that for Brittany Griner. Then also, too, last year, around this time, you had a uh, security camera footage that showed a singer, Solange Knowles, beating up her brother-in-law, Jay-Z. And the reaction to that was just, ah. And uh, some reactions got you no know, uh, LOL. People thought it was funny. No, people thought it was uh, hilarious. No, that was like the funniest thing in the world. Like, oh, look at Solange, you know, beat up Jay Z in the elevator. Nobody was calling for Solange knows to you know be released from her senior contract. No, nobody was you know rallying against her. Nobody was asking for her to lose her endorsements or whatever it is that she does. None of that. So the issue I have and the issue that I want to discuss is the fact that I think the real issue with our society is that there is a a double standard. There's a double standard around the necessary level of outrage over domestic violence incidents. 
attributed to celebrities, athletes, or just anybody else in general. And I had the same conversation with a friend uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago when it came to um, statutory rape. You know, uh, if a male uh, pedophile has sex with a female child, you know, he spends, you know, significantly more time in prison than it would be if it was a female pedophile having sex with a male. You know, if it's a female, you know, she'd probably get like a slap on her wrist, maybe three or five years in jail. A male will probably get, you know, anywhere from 10 to 25 years in jail. And so there's a double standard. And the same thing with domestic violence. You know, we, we want to hold, you know, PSAs, you know, saying, you know, level against domestic violence. Uh, we want to, you know, talk about how, you know, domestic violence is wrong and how we need to put a stop to it. But at the same time, there's a double standard over it. Um, the domestic violence against women by men is uh, regret is uh, regarded as you know a heinous act, and it's almost like you're the scum of the earth if you do it as a man. But domestic violence against women, I mean, me, domestic violence against men by women is regarded as you know people laugh at it; they think it's funny. You know, and the same sex domestic violence is hardly even acknowledged at all. Something we don't even talk about, despite the fact that domestic violence is statistically higher among homosexual couples than they are compared to heterosexual couples. So domestic violence is actually more of an issue amongst homosexuals than they are against heterosexuals. Homosexuals commit more domestic violence against each other than they do than uh you know than even heterosexuals do. Uh, and I, uh, to me, that, that's actually interesting, you know, a uh, fact of, uh, you know, just to be exact. All right, so let's see, here we go, here we go, here we go. So, yeah, so 20% of women who suffer domestic violence are heterosexual. They just suffer in the, you know, they, they suffer amongst, you know, being in a, you know, just a heterosexual relationship, you no know, man and a woman. So 20% of those women suffered, uh, that are in heterosexual relationships have suffered domestic violence. While 36% of women who are in same-sex relationships have suffered domestic violence. So domestic violence is significantly higher amongst uh, same-sex couples than they are against, uh, you know, heterosexual couples. Same thing when it comes to domestic violence against men. Um, you know, 7% of men have claimed domestic violence against those are female uh, partners in a heterosexual relationship, while 20% of men have uh, had a history of domestic violence if they're in a 
same-sex relationship, and the number is even uh, higher for uh, transgenders, as um, 35% of of, uh, transgenders have claimed uh, domestic abuse against men. So actually, transgenders suffer more uh, domestic violence, more domestic violence cases amongst men who date transgenders than they are uh, women and men. So it's a it's an alarming rate right here. There's another case too. It says that uh, let's see, yeah, it's just more general. Sixty-one uh, percent uh, for bisexual women. So here's the domestic cases for uh, women. So for lesbians, lesbians have suffered. Uh, these are women that are same-sex relationships. They suffer domestic violence. Forty-four percent of them are lesbian. Uh, 61% of women who complain about domestic violence are bisexual. And uh, for heterosexual women, it is uh, 35% that have suffered from, uh, have reported domestic violence cases. And uh, as for men go, uh, for the men who suffer domestic violence uh, with their in their relationships, 26% of them are gay men. Uh, 37% are bisexual men. And then the heterosexual men, uh, 30% of heterosexual men have claimed that their uh, women have uh, uh, abused them in domestic violence cases. So, again, we're talking about the double standard is that when it's, uh, a man, even though domestic violence between men and women, we're just heterosexual you know, couples, domestic violence between against a woman by a man happens far less than domestic violence between a woman and a woman. And just in general, domestic violence between heterosexual couples is significantly less than no uh, homosexual couples, but yet we don't talk about it. You know, it's an issue that uh that we just sweep under the rug. You know, we don't talk about the domestic violence that happens in homosexual couples. We don't talk about the domestic violence that happens between couples where it's a a man dating a transgender and how these transgender women are taking abuse from their uh their boyfriends. So that that's that's the issue. And um you know, for me personally I just feel that I just I just feel like though domestic violence shouldn't be about politics. It shouldn't be a subject of, you know, double standards based on uh, the two sexes involved. You know, regardless of, you know, sex, the victims should have equal resource and access and consideration from the government and the society at large. And that, uh, you know, perpetrators uh, uh, must be held accountable, you know, for their actions and for, you know, the, the actions that they do. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a man, woman, gay, straight, bisexual, whatever. Nobody should be abused. Nobody should be assaulted. And, and there's no reason for it. None at all. And I just feel like, you know, we should have, <clears throat> it should be equal. I feel like, you know, women should be held, at the, women athletes, women celebrities should be held at the same <clears throat> level, you know, men. You know, for men athletes, you know, we... And men celebrities who commit domestic violence, and we want to throw the fact that you know they're role models. Well, quite frankly, some of these women they're role models too to little girls out there who want to be like them. You know, I'm pretty sure you know Brittany Griner and Hope Solo 
And even Solange knows they have, you know, they they have little girls who look up to them, who want to be like them, who want to play soccer like Hope So, who want to be a singer like Solange knows, who want to play basketball like Brittany Griner. And so when these women, you know, commit acts of domestic violence, you know, instead of us, you know, laughing about it, you know, we should do something about it. You know, Brittany Griner, who is a lesbian, and she committed a same-sex uh, domestic violence. She fits in the homosexual uh, category. And like I've just pointed out, you know, homosexuals, the domestic violence is significantly higher amongst homosexuals than heterosexuals. So that could be something that we need to look at. So why is it that more homosexuals have domestic violence cases than heterosexuals? So why is it that, you know, people who are in same-sex relationships, for whatever reason, tend to get into more fights that who are in uh, heterosexual relationships? Now, why is it that, you know, men who date, you know, transgender women, uh, why is it that they feel the need to uh, beat on them more than they would if they were dating, uh, I don't know if it was a proper term, but I guess you could say like a, a, a regular female, a regular woman? So those are things that we need to look at. <clears throat> and so, you know, maybe that's something we should start a campaign for is about you know, domestic violence uh, amongst, you know, homosexuals, take a look at that, you know, and also, too, for women out there who, you know, commit domestic violence against, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, their their husbands or boyfriends or whatever, or as long as case her brother-in-law or Hope's Hope's case, you know, her nephew, you know, they should be held at the same standard as, you know, any man would. So we wouldn't want a man to do the things that these women are accused of because, of the, because we've seen how, you know, the public reaction has been when a man has been accused of what these women have been accused of. So for me, I just feel like it should be equal. You know, we should help you know, women you know, cry about you know, equality. Uh, you know, homosexuals in this, in this country cry about you know, they want you know, equality. They want to be equal to us. You know, um, they want to have you know, the same equal rights as you know, us heterosexuals. So if homosexuals want to be you know, equal to heterosexuals, and they won't have to be live that to live to the same standards as we live to, you know. And because um, if if it was a, a heterosexual couple, you know, it'll be be looked at totally different. And same thing with women. The women they want equality. They want to be they put on the same level as men. Well, if you want equality, then we gotta treat them the same. We gotta put them. We gotta you know put them up to the same standards as we would a male athlete. A male athlete that was anything. If a male athlete was killed, this thing this woman had done. We'd be crucifying him right now. While these uh, women, Hope Solo and Brittany Griner, kind of just, you know, skate free and uh, everything just, you know, brush under the, uh, underneath the rug. So, you know, to me, I think that that's, that's the issue for me is that, you know, domestic violence should not have a double standard and that we should all treat all cases equally. You know, we say we want equality, but we only want equality when it's convenient for us. And that's the issue, and I hope that's the issue that will change. And that's you know, part of the reason why I want to talk about this in the, you know, on today's podcast. So, you know, that that's pretty much it for today. I will be back with a brand new episode next week. And uh, like I said earlier, you can follow me on Twitter at expected ant, <clears throat> and expected spell I N S P E C T A. The what's that? The hyphen, not even hyphen. The, the underscore, underscore ant. 
And you also follow me uh, at Tumblr, and that is at MadSex, that's M-A-D-D-S-E-X-X-Y. So in the meantime, I am out, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your weekend. Everybody, uh, you know, be safe, and uh, I'll be back next week. I'm out. Okay.